Everybody knows that the Intercontinental Championship used to mean something. It mattered. People put their faith in it. SummerSlam 1992, there were 70-something thousand people. And you know what the last match was? It was for the Intercontinental Championship. It meant this guy is next in line. Santino Morella wasn't that guy. China certainly wasn't that guy. People tarnished this title. Ezekiel Jackson, really? Welcome to Cheap Podcast episode, I don't know, 13? I don't know. Um, I should know, but I don't. Mm. But we just watched Night of Champions. <laughs> yes, uh, I am Divas Champion Dave Rudden. <laughs> uh, with me is... Uh, Brett Elston, uh, former light heavyweight champion Michael... Uh, Chris the male booty Antista. All right. Never going to change ma- that. Male booty title. The male booty is such a great name. <laughs> uh, sexual pasta, Chris <laughs> For as long as we've been doing this show, we've watched every pay-per-view, and I don't think I've ever been as, like, meh. nonplussed, yeah, meh, about an event. Granted, we missed the first hour. Mm. My fault. Mm. Not uh, your fault. Well, I think what you were saying was uh, when we were watching them all year, it was like, WrestleMania is obviously the biggest one. Yeah. And then what? SummerSlam kind of gets a lot of attention. SummerSlam is the uh, the summer WrestleMania. It's mm-hmm. the the second biggest show. But there's also there's the big four. So there's WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Survivor Rumble. Series, Royal Rumble. Those are like the big four. They've been around forever. Mm-hmm. And everything else is just they're hit or miss. Like yeah, uh, Money in the Bank is usually it's exciting because that's where you will find out who will soon be champion because mm-hmm. they'll win those briefcases that will guarantee them championships. There's is it, is that as good as a guarantee of a championship? It is pretty much. Yeah. Is the briefcase full of jelly beans? Oh. God, I wish. <laughs> that would be great if, if uh, yeah, one of the guys just came out and instead of cashing it in, it opens up and jelly beans fall out. Yeah. He has nothing Excuse to me. Say. I, <laughs> Excuse me, ref I. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, just walks back to the <laughs> backstage. What was the one after Royal Rumble in February? Is that Survivor Series? That's Elimination Chain. Elimination. That, yeah, the gimmick of the Elimination Yeah, chain. so... Uh, there's Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. TLC. These all have gimmicks behind them that... like Baby well, story, dating story. Yeah. I can see somebody fall off something really tall. Mm-hmm. That's that's <laughs> yeah. the... When it's not WrestleMania, I mean, that's the hook. But this is Night of Champions. So mm-hmm. the gimmick is every championship was defended during the course of the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. We only saw one title change, which is like... If you're watching something called Night of Champions, every title's up for grabs... The law of averages should say that yeah. you should see more title changes than just one. Yeah, especially if you're paying top yeah. dollar for it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, this is really proud that we didn't torrent this. Forty-four nine. Your Amazon Ooh. monies are being put to good use. Oh, I just learned. Luckily, I learned how to figure out uh, how to make it a tax write-off yeah. at the end of the year. Just uh, everyone listening, buy something. Uh, buy one of the wrestling DVDs on Amazon. Yes. Uh, through the laser tab link on the side of this. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. So the only title change we saw was in the main event, and even that was so fluky that it's 
I, I can see it was yeah it was a very bizarre end because we we've just come to expect and again I'm only like coming back into wrestling this yeah. year after mm-hmm. like ten year absence basically uh, usually expect some kind of hook or twist and the whole time we're like oh that ref's been out the whole match yep. he's gonna he's something's gonna happen with that Triple H's gonna come out that's not the real ref okay the old ref's back in okay and then that one two three yeah that count that was like double speed and we're like yeah. okay well they'll say that didn't count that ref was unconscious and delirious and then the show just ended and we're yeah. like Wait, it was such what? an awkward like he got back up and he said i'm all right you leave now yeah i'll do it like mongo ref you would think there's like some sort of like standards and practices for wwe rest mm. like have you been knocked out during this match yeah you should go to the back and let the guy who have came somebody in a you. white shirt put a flashlight in his eyes real quick and yeah exactly. and send him back in have you been nudged too hard during the match <laughs> <laughs> he was nudged so hard he fell out of the ring wow like, that's a uh, that's we, that's that's getting from nudge to bump yeah mm-hmm. we just saw a botchamania where uh, a referee was pulled out of the ring <laughs> yes. by vince mcmahon <laughs> yes one of the strongest men on the wwe <laughs> roster sure and was out for upwards of five minutes yes <laughs> i love that that, that long sustained shot of uh, orton from like from the entryway <laughs> All the way down the aisle to the ring, and you can still see this like faint striped pattern of a yeah. ref still laying there. There were two refs knocked out at that two, point. Yeah. yeah, one of whom was a former wrestler. And the yeah, w- I recognize that guy. Yeah, Brad Maddox. But yeah, the, but the one that got bumped during the main event mm-hmm. of Night of Champions, he is he's Road Dog's brother. He's part of the Armstrong Wrestling Family Alliance, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Why but, doesn't he have cornrows? Ah. Uh, He's just a bit too old for him, I guess. But <laughs> James if, Franco if he, ruined it for I'm everybody. Telling you, if he did have them, he would uh, he'd be a multi-time champion like his brother. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that's the yes. difference. Um, look how stupid Dolph Ziggler's willing to make himself look. Yeah. Um, he didn't win. No. Nope. Brian won, and that actually that the end of that match reminded me of I think the way that WCW wanted Sting to beat Hulk Hogan. Did you see that Starcade '97? So yep, I did. That was. I was probably like watching that pay per view. That was when my fandom for WCW was at its highest. And yeah, like, yeah, definitely. They're really doing something right. They they just got Bret Hart like mm-hmm. at that pay per view. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So the match it was supposed to be Sting getting, no, it was Hulk Hogan getting a fast fast count victory on Sting, and then Bret Hart comes to the ring because he had just been screwed out of the title with the whole screw job thing mm-hmm. for the WWE. He was supposed to come to the ring and say, "This isn't going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Restart the match." But apparently, so the people backstage said, do a fast count. Mm-hmm. And then Hulk Hogan said, do a slow count. Wow. What? And, uh, yeah. He has override? Yeah. Well, Hulk Hogan's just notorious. Like, I don't want to look bad. Even when he's the bad guy who's supposed to get his comeuppance, <laughs> yeah. he was still like, I don't want to look bad. And the explanation that the ref gave was, so I gave a normal count. I just wanted to split the difference between what I was told from these two different groups. <laughs> and it totally ruined the pavery because, yeah. yeah, Sting was supposed to get, like, this legit victory, and it just looked bad. And that was, like, something in, in some of the, you know, discussion in books and writing that has come out since then is, like, that was the start of, like, the wrestlers steering the ship too much and too, yeah, many, exactly. too many cooks in the kitchen. And, I mean, I ended up watching uh, Nitro and Thunder... <laughs> All through '98 up until Chucky came out in in October, but I mean uh, that was that, and that was not even like joking. Like I, that really was the end. But it's still, even though he didn't get his comeuppance, like was it? When did he finally Starcade '98? Maybe or when did Hogan get his comeuppance? Yeah, or well, was it... he he was beaten by Goldberg. That's right. That, that's yeah, right. and yeah, like Nitro just they just put that on Nitro. when they could have put it on a pay per view, and that was like that was 
sort of a make good. That I was guess. their last gasp at being like, we can beat Raw. Yeah, and they that they did, but then they shut their wad and right. had nothing else left. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. All the Disco Inferno and the Earth couldn't save. Look, mm-hmm. let's not let's not t- talk down Disco Inferno or Alex Wright. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them come out dance. Public Enemy throws a trash can at him. <laughs> it's, you know, it's Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let, let's go through the the remaining notable matches. There weren't that many. I like there was the CM Punk versus Axel, Axel and Rose and, Rage. Yeah, <laughs> I took everybody else's joke from the actual match. Hello. But yeah. yeah, it was it was kind of it was half a match and then half of like a gratuitous beat down like a lot of kendo him. sticks. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of like oh, hey, S- get hit with the kendo sticks. Yeah, it was like a fat guy S and M video. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh my god, it hurts so much. Are you oh, crazy? God. Are you crazy? My leg hurts. <laughs> ah! It was announced as a no disqualification match. Yeah, and they both bring out kendo sticks, and I think Chris, you brought up. Thanks for what? farting. Sorry. Uh, but you brought up... Somebody brought up how kendo sticks are only used within the confines of wrestling. Yes. Have yeah. you ever oh, seen a kendo stick outside yeah. of a wrestling ring the only, in real life, in the, nature? The, <laughs> the literal only other place I've seen kendo sticks, and I go to Japantown like once a week, like... Not that that's like they're they're falling from the sky. It's like no, not even like in a, in a, in a in a like there's like ninja boots and all kinds of weird stuff that they'll just have like as like here's a weird relic and with stereotypical Gundam stuff. Not a single candlestick. The only other place I've ever seen them is in the trailer for the Wolverine when it shows the two people fighting in Japan. And they're Jack, using the Jackass movie. We get hit with them a couple times. Sure, I don't remember. I agree, but then that's practically wrestling at that yeah. point. Shirtless man getting hit with kendo sticks. Yeah. Twitter's not cooperating with me right now, but like the last time that they had kendo sticks on Raw, they like someone put like a list of tweets that were people writing Kendall stick. Because <laughs> it's like it's just not oh, in the vernacular. I understand. Right, yeah. Invented by it. Mark Kendall in 1967. <laughs> kendall stick of, Ken- of Kendall and James Incorporated. It was since this is my one uh, opportunity to make my jackass reference. Please. Joke. Somebody had a fantastic tweet the other week. Uh, regular uh, GR Laser Time commenter. I forget who it was, but uh, yeah. Uh, the comment was, uh, I'm Ryan Dunn, and this is the 135 mile per hour car yes. crash. I didn't right. Sorry. But yeah, Paul Heyman got beat up. He was wearing that shirt the whole time, too. So I imagine he had some sort of padding aside from yeah. his walrus fat. Yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> He's covered in his own tusks. He likely had the, the shield. Shield. <laughs> yeah. The shield, yes. Speaking of the which, shield. what a transition. Oh, uh, yeah. The tag team match was good. I liked it. It was uh, yeah. Yeah, that was the, fun. Man, that prime dance. Players. The primetime players. Like, the whole audience yeah. just starts dancing, and that like, it just cuts from, like... Two dude bros, two dude bros, two, everyone's having a great yeah. time. <clears throat> it's the only way they can get actual dude bros to touch. Yeah, it looks like it looks like an Irish bar in a video game. Like <laughs> Program to dance like that. It's yeah. wonderful. I I thought some good guy has to win during the course of the pay per view because most oh, yeah. like most of the title matches like look just looking at the card I was like all right the bad guy has to win there mm-hmm. because this is their first match the bad guy has to win this match the bad guy has to win this match I figured. If a good guy is going to win a match, it's going to be in this case because the primetime players consist of Darren Young, who just came out last month. Like, mm. came out of where, Dave? Kansas? Yeah, um, he came out of parts unknown. Is that, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm being um, butts unknown. Yeah. Oh, Dave, why'd you have to break oh, that? I'm sorry. You made me um, say that. But yeah, he, <laughs> he did. Don't blame him. <laughs> he he came out like a day or two before SummerSlam. 
and like they couldn't put him on the pay-per-view like that would just be exploitive like Mm -hmm. yeah he came out and now we're making him super popular but i thought this was the the appropriate amount of time of him coming out Mm -hmm. like he does the press tour like talking to the today show and ellen and all these places like to be on his way to yeah kind of start him up but like like right after he did that they started giving them more notoriety and giving them more wins and i thought it was going to pay off with this with them getting the tag team titles but it didn't for some reason what's the other guy's name titus Titus o'neill that like shoulder slam whatever like that that sent the other dude like you can tell he's trying to brace but it doesn't matter because he's so much bigger than him like the last time i've seen a move like that is a choreographed football move in varsity (laughs) blues yeah (laughs) someone gets hit in the middle and twists around in the air and like the tekken flip where someone just spins horizontally and you're like how does someone live yeah yeah, so guys, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I don't. I don't think that he was really hitting him. I think that guy may have jumped to accentuate. <laughs> Maybe, the but it still, it still looked. <laughs> but no, even that. Like that's the thing is, it looked like yeah, he jumps to accentuate, but it's like it still seemed like that was too fast. There was a little yeah. pepper on it. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like even the dude in midair had to be like, I did yeah, not, I did not mean for that. that. What really would have made that better? It, it was if uh, Foo Fighters, "There Goes My Hero," was playing as he did it. Uh, I. Man, I was gonna say, how's how's coming out treating that? What's his name? I'm sorry, Darren Young. Darren Young. How's that treating him? Do you think? I think it's a crowd reacting. I'll tell they, you. They, what they I don't. Saw. They don't talk about. That's weird because WWE like put it on their website and all mm-hmm. that, but they never acknowledge it during like commentary. There's, there's not a lot of reason to acknowledge it in, yeah. during a wrestling match. I'm Whoa. only saying that because Henry met him, got a picture with him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit! Click to make enlarge, and you get to see all the responses. And there's a shitload of people. Being fucking rude, like people who just follow Darren Young on Twitter, and yeah, I'm like, just to answer, you don't talk to my friend, like, and I and I click on uh, Darren Young's tweets, and these guys are following everything he says. Mm. To I mean, maybe maybe he's just a big enough celebrity, and I don't I don't yeah. normally look at the, every one of their tweets, but this guy's being I don't know, they kind are, of harassed they, by well, a group, he, yeah. a group I mean, of trolls. Yeah, it's a <gasps> substantial group of trolls, and Henry and it was Henry's tweet with his name in it, and yeah. Henry got caught up in it. Yep. Just, I don't know, I thought that was... Yeah. I, I wanted to... I'm going to scold every one of these assholes. <laughs> and and pretty, like, let's just stay at it. It's pretty despicable. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm blanking on the name of the movie with... Uh, was it Mira Sorvino and Kevin Spacey? Uh, uh, Mimic? Mimic, yeah. It's no. K-Pax. 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 No. <laughs> American something or other. Um, American... Beauty. Beauty, Beauty. yeah. Wet Summer. American movies? Beauty, the, the, the guy who uh, kills Kevin Chris, Spacey. Chris yeah, uh, that's Basically, that's the sect of Nazi Twitter. Nazi yeah. Ulrich. It, it's mm. the Twitter equivalent of like, I'm going to follow this gay guy because I like him so much. I mean, I don't like uh, him at all. I hate him. He's touched my Nazi plate. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, brilliant, Chris. I'm fascinated <laughs> with watching you do this. I'm trying to do it the most discreet way possible. Don't worry, we're going to talk about Miz versus Fandango right now, so you can take your time with your beer. Oh, God, okay, so Fandango. Oh, wait, did we already talk about... Uh, st- uh, I forgot his name. Oh, well... Sammy well, Hagar? The, Sammy Hagar. I don't know. You, yeah, I, I, are you talking about the, the other... Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Got it. All right. Dolph Diggler. He fought, he fought against the, uh, the third part of the Shield Triforce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean Ambrose. That was sad, because I was at the uh monday night raw mm-hmm. after wrestlemania where dolph ziggler won the world title which is like the second biggest championship in the mm-hmm. wwe it was the one that alberto del rio had mm-hmm. it's he's the, basically the champion of smackdown it's a good way to he, put it. he won it that night and then he got a concussion like a week later mm-hmm. and then when he came back a month and a half later he lost the title and now he's just been 
kind of floundering and selling oranges on the street. Yeah, he's growing a beard, so I'm feeling a heel turn. Oh uh, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, we also uh, got to see some of his pasty ass. Yes. Yeah. 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 Dean Ambrose got in there to uh, give him a suplex or whatever it was, and or no, he was pinning him, I believe, and he's yeah. trying some leverage it was just, on it. Uh, and that, yeah, whatever that that underwear piece he had on really looked more like a diaper at times. It just had this weird <laughs> fit to it where it's like it's not the skin tight. Yeah. It doesn't it show this, any definition. It has it yeah, it has this extra padding on it that I'm like, I don't is yeah. there a reason or And it's not like I was staring at his butt all night. I was, but I, was. I, I was trying to figure out what a, what it said on his butt and I think it said over it. <laughs> it did it, it does. It usually okay. does. Yeah. On on Ziggler's ass? Yeah. yeah it usually I kept reading it. the word queak, like Q E E K. I was like, uh, is, is, is that when your get. dick farts? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're in the middle of a stroke when you're reading that? <laughs> I woke up and the match was over. <laughs> I saw his ass in like, and man, this is uh, honestly the first thought that came to his head. Oh, I guess a guy's ass can be attractive. Mm. Having looking at mine the entire time, like, man, mine looks disgusting. When, when, you, when you get to like, you pull down my pants that much, it's just a bloom of hair comes out. <laughs> And that's oh yeah maybe are guys you asses looking, are some, are you just looking at your own ass in a mirror? Like, uh, I I have a full bodied mirror next to my uh, and you spend time in front of it, dude. Like, okay, we were just talking about that. You know, all the time most wrestlers are fully shaved. So, I do like, know that. You're not gonna but it made me feel it gave me body. It wasn't that I was I was like in love with his ass, but I got bo- immediately got body issues. Please come, D- dig come, up, Chris. Dig up. What? Just, uh, <laughs> I was being honest. I'm being honest. Come to terms with your butt love for Dolph Ziggler. Okay, fine. Exter- I, yeah. I will eat his ass if somebody shames mine. <laughs> I have no problem with that. This is an explicit show, right? Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> it is now. It's just become more explicit. Yes, I can't get... I'm not going to ask it's the doubly. loved one to do it. I don't want to anybody to have to put their hands down there. I don't know what's happening. But it... I, I have a, it, yeah, I have a feeling just it looks like... into this tub of nair. <laughs> it looks like some reggae drug dealers, uh, every one of their beaded... Uh, <laughs> Keep, right. keep going. Beaded hallway. You have to like just comb through it. Yeah, that's my, just to find your way to my. Right. I feel weird having historic historical context for every weird like wrestling thing yes. I come up with. But this reminds me <laughs> uh, of when Rick Rude. I think uh, he got his his pants pulled. Shawn Michaels had it done a lot mm-hmm. too. But there's always a thing about like these guys. As much as they like like bodybuild, they also tan mm-hmm. crazily. So. Tan body, completely pale body. Ah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, the Hank Hill. So basically what I want to see is for Seamus to have this done, and it turns out his butt is totally... <laughs> oh, <right>. yes. <laughs> it's like dark as night. Oh, man, that'd be, I really want to do that now. Have like a reverse farmer tan. Yeah. It's like... I, I believe there was a Mad Magazine cover, <laughs> and it was guys in a shower, and they all had the tan, except it was Alfred E. Newman had the crotch-only tan. <laughs> crotch butt tan. Oh. Uh. Man, well, they did he have what me worry written in tan did, letters? No, unfortunately, when they put his butt cheeks together, it says "All ID Aller." <laughs> See, naked in a glory hole fell down on him. How do you get a tan like that? Uh, this, uh, this is a joke. It was a joke. I you get a lot of public nudity uh, tickets mm. in the attempt of getting that tan. Yeah, <laughs> but it, got to Dolores Dave, Park. Dave, ah. <laughs> oh, is that a spot? Right in that. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think uh, in, Mad the, Ma- in the Mad Verse, I think yeah. it's okay to do that. Well, it was the Mad Magazine parody of this pay per view, Blight oh, of Champions. <laughs> yes, thank you, man. The uh, writers' room really cranks it out. <laughs> um, you were. We had also brought you to bring up the subject of 
wrestlers farting and shooting their pants. And yeah, you, well, what? you had farted quite a bit during the. That pandemic. was not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> it could have been reverberations of the mat being. It, hit it was. I think yeah, it's weird. What it was. Uh, but yeah, that that brought up uh, to me. Uh, there, this is like a, this is a rumor, old wives' tale in wrestling. Lots of wives' tale. I already believe it. At uh, WrestleMania 13. <laughs> Uh, back in 1997, mm-hmm. um, The Undertaker in the main event defeated Psycho Sid for the title. Rumor has it that <laughs> when he did the tombstone pile driver at the end of the match, Psycho Sid shit his pants. <laughs> Why? Why is this? Where is this a rumor? Like, was there there's some an indication given on stream? I don't like, know. Like, see, like I've I've watched the match since it happened just looking yeah well no there's the there's the undertaker mm-hmm. match compilation because mm-hmm. he's never been defeated at wrestlemania mm-hmm. so like I've, i watched every single one of them and i'm like I, having known that i explicitly like watched at the end of the match i'm like all right i've got i've got to see like something happen yeah, is it, in his brown trickle out like down no, the because, back because they have like what? Underneath butt the, catheters, underneath the uh, the underwear that wrestlers mm. wear, there's like another layer. Mm. It's like spandex that they wear, and like you'll sometimes see it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a little black, this like is a swimsuit lining. Yeah, so like he could conceivably shit himself, and it won't come out. I don't know. I'm taking the dump I, I took this morning, and you would definitely notice it. It'd be like flexing my bicep; it would pop out that distinctly. Mm. Is it like sandbagging, but like shit bagging? Like yes. Shit yourself during the move. <laughs> nice. Yes. Is, is that that's that's a very illegal move? Yeah. Cannot shit bag somebody. <laughs> I just otherwise you'll be a real. Unless you're in the, the, the Montreal shit bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most legal move in wrestling. I mean, I would love for that rumor to have like actually started via somebody telling somebody, yeah. or not just going through the internet because it could have happened. It was 1997. There's no like Wikipedia to oh, fact right. check fact check this at that point. There wasn't a bunch I of cell phones just, recording it. Yeah. yeah, I would have yeah. just loved somebody like at WrestleMania 13 at the after party. Like, I just think uh, email Sid him his pants. at Undertaker at <laughs> WWE.com. Dear Taker. Dear Sid Vicious. Can you just tweet at both of them? Did you shit your pants? Did you shit your pants? Did you shit your pants? <laughs> Every Did day you for a week. Pants? Did you shit your pants? <laughs> Hard hitting journalism. Yeah. And he's finally, no, no shame yes. No shame in it. Al Roker did it at the White House. Happens. All right. It's true. It's <laughs> uh, wrestling. Yes. Tonight's the Night of Champions. Yeah, so there was also the Miz Fandango match, which mm-hmm. I actually I thought Fandango did a decent job in that match. Mm-hmm. He didn't win, yeah. But like I remember people, I wish I had a better word for this, but I remember people shitting on his match uh, from WrestleMania, and yeah. I thought he did a decent job against Chris Jericho. That was his like to have your very first pay per view match ever mm-hmm. at WrestleMania against Chris Jericho is yeah. kind of a tall order. Yeah, people were saying like, oh, he. Again, I wish I had a better word. He shit the bed mm. with that match. But I thought he did a decent job then, and I thought he does a decent job now. Like, it's tough to just be a wrestler, period, mm. and, like, get your moves right and never botch things. Mm-hmm. But this is a guy who has to be a wrestler who, like, incorporates dance moves. Yes. And he has to make his moves look a little bit more elegant and mm-hmm. all that. But he, still, in the course of that match, he, like, he pulled off some pretty awesome moves. Where did like, he come from? Did he is this was he just like a completely like surprise entrant or has he been around for years as with no gimmick? Yeah, or? he had no gimmick okay. before. His name is Johnny Curtis and he was just like Man, Fantango's name is Johnny synonymous. Curtis. Yeah. He's well, a more Anglo name than me. Well Johnny Curtis is his gimmick name. Mm. Let me let me I'm His real name is Curdy Jonas. Mm. Let's see. His, his real name is Salsa. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh wow! So dumb. <laughs> so it. So they always try to mix wow. the name up a little bit to get their actual name. Yeah. His actual name is Curtis Jonathan Hussey. Call his his last name is Hussey. Hussey. Uh, Hussey. <laughs> it was hell for my sister in high school. <laughs> you want a good seven speed? Hussey Bye, likes Hussey. that puss. <laughs> Hussey. <laughs> uh. He has a cad like on the. Uh, <laughs> this is something that I brought up during watching uh, Night of Champ- no, He's a cad. He's okay. a. Got he, it. You know. He's a player. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I uh, actually. Oh, sorry. He was on uh, the WWE Total Divas um, reality is. show, and he was a pervert, kind of like to one of the divas, trying to like, "Hey, you want to be my permanent dancer?" Blah blah blah. You want to do the shower? Is there, is there a, do the horizontal tango with Fandango? <laughs> yeah. I got your movie tickets right here. <laughs> Again, that was really dumb. Uh, but it's the reality. Tango. Is the, <laughs> thank Good. You. Yeah. Uh, is it on the, is that reality show in any way reality or is it, it is as much reality? It airs as... after the Kardashian show, so, and it's okay, and it's real. somewhat faker than the Kardashian <laughs> show. Like because you can tell everything's like okay, this is something that is happening, but mm-hmm. let's tape this scene, seeing as how you already know this thing and are just going to save for the camera. Mm. That's half the show. Uh, but anywho, uh, the other match that we saw was mm. Rob Van Dam versus Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. But that was when it really caught the tail end of that. I did yeah, not see it. Th- th- that was an awkward period because mm-hmm. uh, um, Brent Weinbach, who mm-hmm. was uh, a guest on so many of of our shows, a for champ this today, week. real champ. Yeah, this week it was a night of champions. Yes, how many? Uh, but it like he Mostly was leaving. Albums on iTunes, really funny. With with his brothers, and it was a weird point where it's like, yeah, we all like video games, but I don't think they liked wrestling, and it was like, <laughs> oh no, they really didn't. Yeah, and I they think really that, I think that was the point where like now we're judging you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely think that's yeah. exactly what was happening, especially because they were like all well dressed and like we just had brunch in the mission for the third time today. Yeah, and yeah, I came in uh, and you guys were recording, and I was like, why are there people wearing tucked in shirts in Chris's house? Yeah, <laughs> wine box. They're a well dressed family. Has he been evicted? <laughs> <laughs> are they here to kick him out? <laughs> Um, um, no, I, I totally missed this whole Rob Van Dam because I mean, like I was saying, I watched Impact and TNA like yeah. every time I go home, and he was like one of the main characters there. Yeah, and I didn't realize that he was back until maybe the last time I was on Cheap Popcast and was like, what? Yeah, what? so they yeah they had that like little surprise mm-hmm. like vignette for him two pay per views ago. Mm-hmm. Then he showed up at Money in the Bank, and then he sort of kind of lost at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. It was a really terrible match, um, and. Again, he win. He won, but it was by disqualification, like the guy not letting go of the move. And it's just like, don't do that ending at a pay-per-view. Don't do that yeah. non-like, either have him get pinned or have him win the title, and then he'll lose it like next week. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I didn't like that. And then the other two matches that we didn't even get to there see. Was, there was one spot about that, our Rob Van Dam match, that I did not like, where I think he just jumped off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Uh, Alberto De Real jumped off the top rope, and he got hit in the face with, like, a spin kick. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even do anything from the top rope. It was just, now it is time for me to jump off the top rope and get kicked in the face. <laughs> and then they did it. <clears throat> that the, uh, the flying cro- like arms, he didn't even, arms in he the didn't air. even raise his arms up to the hammer lock. He just kind of like <laughs> jumped off and got kicked in the face. And it was like, okay, yeah, yeah. So the matches that we missed were the AJ keeping the Divas title, 
Dave Steven. Dave Steven's title. And I, I like that they actually kept the consistency within the Night of Champions. Curtis mm-hmm. Axel, who lost later on to CM Punk, he actually did defend his title at the very beginning of the pay-per-view against Kofi Kingston. Mm. So there you go. That was Night of Champions. And Night of Champions, everybody. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, that definitely wasn't as great as the previous ones we've watched. Mm-hmm. No, but it was, yeah, it was like all an all-star. I, well, I'm guessing learning more of the wrestlers' names at this point. I'm like, I can name everybody on yeah. the card. <laughs> I mean, it is nice that, like, literally everyone who has a title, and sometimes yeah. WWE treats their titles less than... Um, Serious? Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. they'll put them on people who don't deserve it. Mm. Spoiler Bryan, for Tracy. the second half of the episode. Oh, but, okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, at least tonight they like everyone defended their title. Everyone was treated with some sort of respect, even mm-hmm. though you know there weren't title changes. And the main event again, I don't like the way that ended because it's something that's going to be undone, Tomorrow. like twenty four hours. Yeah, from yeah. I'd be surprised. Yeah. Continuous, continuously undone, and it seems yeah. like maybe that was the culmination of the end of that storyline. No, because that's no. Some, that's something that they're continuing no. because scene is out. Mm-hmm. And Sheamus is out, and like all of their main event talent is out. This has to be their like their biggest storyline, and has to go for their, a while. Their Christmas break gimmick. No, uh, they'll no, that'll go for the rest of the year. So enjoy so? three more episodes of me talking about variations <laughs> of this happening. <laughs> You're telling me I should kill Randy Orton? Yes. <laughs> so you what was your kill favorite Randy match Orton. of the night? But anywho, we'll be right back talking about some other champions. That are actually not as cool as these. I don't know. Sell it, Dave. <laughs> Sell it. No, that's it. <laughs> hey, bet you didn't know that you could botch on a podcast too. It was a very awkward end to the first half of half of episode fourteen of the Cheap Podcast. That's another thing I forgot to do. This is the break segment. I'm your host, Dave Rudden. I am uh, walking to my friend's house, so hence the wind and some cars noises. But we're now a few days post Night of Champions, and, you know, Rod didn't set the table as well as I would have liked for it to have. There's a shorter than usual wait until Battleground, and they have only. Um, Revealed that the title has been stripped from Daniel Bryan. Big surprise. We just talked about how we expected that to happen, and it did. So there'll be a rematch there, and I'm guessing Morgan keeps it, and we keep this going for another month or two. It's nice to see the locker room fight back and uh, a different ending to the show than <clears throat> the entire WWE roster serving as cuckolds. Or uh, Ryan, Brian gets beat up, but yeah, some other nice things from that show. Uh, I'm liking Ryback with Heyman. Uh, Ryback's gotten way better at you know telling stories and doing interviews, but uh, I think this will just push him over the top. Well, give, give someone for Punk to work with uh, a bit more than they did last year. Orton beating up Miz was fun, especially since it turns out that the Miz has the weirdest-looking parents in the universe. Overall, I'm a little bit wary about what they're going to be doing with Battleground, but willing to wait and see. And uh, 
You'll hear about that soon enough because we'll be back in less than a month when that episode airs. Uh, in the meantime, please rate and review us on iTunes. Please subscribe, leave comments, donate to Laser Time, buy the t-shirts, use the Amazon links, check out the other shows. I'm on Video Game Apocalypse this week talking about GTA V. And I'm also on the Laser Time show where we talk about terrible video game themed songs as well as VG Empire, where we talk about uh, Secret of Mana. Both of those shows had Brent Weinbach on as a guest, and uh, I'll uh, quit this street-side chatter and get back to the rest of the show. to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Uh, hi. Mm. Welcome back to the Cheap Podcast. Episode 14. We just uh, finished talking about Night of Champions, the pay-per-view, and I thought that this would be a good opportunity to talk about um, some of the lesser-regarded champions in wrestling history. Mm-hmm. Even though it is a select club, like, you know, people who have won the biggest title, mm-hmm. they sometimes, for storyline purposes, uh, WWE and WCW and other promotions have put title on people who didn't deserve it because... It would get attention, mm. and right. um, we're all I, thinking of him. Who? Well, almost Chris, Dave, Dave, uh, who? almost David Arquette. David Arquette. David Arquette. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say Chris Benoit, but oh, also... God, he <laughs> only died, in retro so tragically. There's only there's one person that if <laughs> changing it, it up, man. Yeah. Come on, yeah. talk about his kids this time. <laughs> I, if you go to the uh, like the list of champions on the WWE mm. champion page. You can actually click on someone like David Arquette, and it'll say, like, David Arquette won on WCW Thunder in 1998, but you cannot click on any links for Chris Benoit. They don't want to even talk about how Chris Benoit... But his name is there? Yeah, but it's Mm. a dead link. Uh, um, I'm sorry. I could have thought of something better. Ah, Dave, look what you did. But, yeah, uh, these champions are more in line with David Arquette, where Mm. they're people who didn't deserve it. And the first person that comes to mind, I couldn't actually find a clip... But the person who set it off was uh, Shane McMahon, February of 1999. He won the WWF European Championship. And it did very humble beginnings for someone who doesn't deserve a championship to have it. (laughs) Um, Because that title, it debuted like a year and a half earlier. It died like two years later. It was like, it's not that glorious a championship. So so it's the the Bubsy of belts. Yeah. But like Bubsy, it has grown to it, it has grown respect since then, because Shane McMahon negative respect grown in stature. Shane McMahon, when he won that title, was just like the snotty little mm. son of Vince McMahon. But he it, like he proved himself over yeah. the years to be like a guy who will like 
he literally threw himself off the top of the Titan Tron. Yeah. Onto that elbow a, on, drop. Yeah. Onto a bunch of mattresses. But anyway, like, still dropped. It's a huge drop. Yeah, the, the, point, drop. the point is, I would not do that. Yeah. The Unless son of a multi-million dollar corporation owner should not be doing that. And he did it. And he doesn't even do anything with the WWE anymore, which is insane. Like, yeah, I haven't seen him at all since no, we started he, watching. He was, What's his day job now? Does he just, like, he was deliver like, pizza? Or? No, he was, like, on the board of directors He's for, IT. like... IT at WWE. Yeah. No, WWE like, the, the board of directors at, like, some on-demand video company from China. Wait, really? Huh. And not China with a Y. Like, actual China, the country. <laughs> Um, China's business venture. There's no bigger shame than working for nope. China. Yeah, there's no demand for China with a wise video. Uh, anybody bring any wet nap? Uh, <laughs> is my dick showing? Uh, yeah, the European Championship was just generally like the the China with a Y of championship belts, and that it was abused and thrown away and discarded. Aww. And it was actually found in a garbage can once and reinstated because the guy took it out of the garbage. Wow! <laughs> who who yes. pulled it out of the garbage? Uh, the, the the current champion Jim. Yeah, it was a Midian. That was a Midian. Yeah, <laughs> Viscera and Midian. Yeah, basically, um, he was actually part of a tag team called Southern Justice. But he is the most white trashiest looking wrestler you could ever think of. Yes, like if that was a randomized button on uh, create a wrestler, like pick Hick, yes. it would be him. Oh, he's got a piece of straw coming out of his mouth and everything. Yeah, his name's the Hayseed. <laughs> I'm gonna tear you a new ass. <laughs> So, the South will rise again. <laughs> That's my favorite thing is the sound clips from WWF Warzone. Yeah. Or the creative wrestlers. I would listen to that episode on a plane flying back, and when it descends finally into just fart noises. <laughs> yes. And they get louder and longer. <laughs> my little brother and I, there's that character model in the game for the voices called the governor. The governor. Yeah. <laughs> so, so actually, around that same time was also when Gilberg won uh, the yes. WWF Light Heavyweight Championship. Um, so that's why that was discontinued Gilberg? in Gilberg, who was a parody of Goldberg. Yes. I, I'm not familiar with this. Well, Goldberg, the... No, Go- Goldberg, yeah. I know. Uh, but he was a very thin, very <laughs> terrible wrestler who, like, basically backed into the title and held it for 453 days. Jeez. What? And that's literally because he won it, and then I think he probably defended it, like, a week or two later, and then they forgot about it, and then... <laughs> Uh, in 2000, some other guy won it. Somebody awesome. murdered him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing it... The belt showed up at a pawn shop, and then <laughs> someone bought it, and they yes. became the new chief. Let's move on to title chains that I actually have audio of, and these are ones that are a little bit more yeah. offensive, like your fart that you yeah, just did. Yeah, sorry, guys. That <laughs> one is not pleasant. You know, you know, you don't have to fart. Yeah. Since you win, what do you do instead? Uh, tantric farting. <laughs> Choke it and convert it to burps? You gotta I fart don't... in, Chris. Oh. <laughs> So this is part of a... He's really professional and moving yes. on from it. <laughs> no, there was a Gross. run in the late 90s of the people in charge making themselves the champions. Oh. And um, this was... Yeah, that's... So this is Triple H versus Vince McMahon. It's a Hanna-Barbera slam there. Breaking glass sound effects yeah. gets me every time. He has that inhuman power to knock everyone down <laughs> with one punch. China? Yep. So he stuns China. <laughs> hits a woman. 
Sure. <laughs> Hits a woman, in quotes. <clears throat> I have not heard a crowd that... Yeah. It's insane, like, as... Probably ego-driven and weird as that was to do to have the guy who owns the company become the champion. <clears throat> and he did what everyone around this time did when they booked themselves to be the champion for a day. Then they said the next night. Thanks, Kevin Kelly. Shut up. Uh, he, like, he immediately abdicated the title. The audience went crazy for it. Yeah, so yeah. They, they obviously were doing something right. Well, I think they did. I, I actually miss McMahon in the ring because I grew up with him either next to it or inside yeah. of it all the time, and I haven't seen that <coughs> ever really since well, we started you, watching you again. Could still see him pull a guy out of the ring and yeah, he will be I unconscious never, for five minutes. I didn't, yeah, I didn't actually get to see that. What was the like character reason why Stone Cold would want McMahon to win? Yeah, well, it was. I guess his hatred for Triple H at that point mm -hmm. was higher than it was mm. Vince McMahon, and Vince McMahon was probably good for some reason. It like right, yeah. You need a, like a flow chart for, <laughs> for like late nineties WWE because that is definitely the time period where I wasn't watching <clears throat> WWE at all. I, yeah. It was all WCW. This is far after the decline of the corporate ministry. Furthermore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least that was well received. Whereas mm. I'm going to go into some WCW title uh, yes. changes. You can't and say WCW sorry, well Brett. received in the same sense. It's just, no, this. I mean, I look, dude. I was a huge, huge fan for about 13 months, yeah. and then it just destroyed itself. So yeah, couldn't find. Well, I couldn't find decent audio of the title change, but this is uh, a one-time WCW champion talking with his significant other about being champion. Oh, I didn't realize that was her. I just wish this belt fit a little better. Yeah, I bet you do. But you know why it doesn't? You're not a wrestler. It's Corny Cox. And now, baby, is that any Dave way Arquette. to talk to the heavyweight champion of the world? Oh, good God. Come on. <laughs> I love to think that that's not even acting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, I'm glad you're going to Birmingham. I'm glad you can see my parents. But baby, good baby, God, baby. no, no, I think this is dangerous. Listen, there's nothing to worry about. The subtitle says, on the set of 3,000 Miles to Graceland. I need to teach yes, them a lesson, but you got nothing to worry about because Chris Canyon's going to be there. Oh, Chris Down Canyon. Oh, big time. See? We got Double J, DDP, and KK. <laughs> you guys are doing a new love scene right now. How you doing, David? Yeah. Kurt, did you know that David was the WCW Russell? World yeah. Champion? World Heavyweight Champ, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> looks, looks like no one's seen 3,000 Miles of Graceland <laughs> as many times as me. Kevin Costner. David, you're not a wrestler is how, like, my nightmares end. <laughs> <laughs> I have to find a way to pay Courtney Cox to say that, to, like, call you. I can't believe she did that. I never saw her on that. I, I just happened to tune in live when he got that belt, yeah. um, like, right when that happened. And he, he just looked pissed and sad the whole time. Yeah. Well, because there were, what, stories afterwards where even he was like, yeah, we should not have done that because that's disrespectful to the mm -hmm. belt. Yeah. But to but you know you gotta yeah. get S's and seats for ready to rumble. Oh yeah, but dude, I saw that shit. When that happened, the movie was already weekend. out. I saw that opening weekend. Yeah, <laughs> the movie was way done by the time he won the belt. If I'm not mistaken, it was around the time it came out. But VHS that was VHS sales, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those, uh, that was super a, VHS yeah. sales. That was a one weekend movie. 
Yes. If there was. Which, <laughs> and I have HBO Go, and I always like, let's see what movies are on there, man. There's always like 12. One of them is always Ready to Rumble. It's <laughs> all over Platt. And, oh. Yeah. Man. If you have seen Ready to Rumble, I recommend... Um, Hitting yourself in the head with a hammer. Exactly. <laughs> but there's also the, uh, the old school wrestling podcast, which is a bunch of Irish dudes, like, talking about... They usually talk about pay-per-views in depth, like, go over every match, but mm-hmm. they, like... It's like forty minutes long, but they talk about every stupid scene in that movie. Wow, in that depth. sounds great. So, uh, that sounds like a good shit, Lords movie. Don't yeah. tell them that because it, it it'll never happen. Well, no, because it's been thirteen <laughs> oh. years since I've seen it, and I bet it's just dumb. Yes, but fun. David Arquette night, that and uh, Eight Legged Freaks, <laughs> and uh, Sea Spot Run. What was with yeah. that? David Arquette was thrust upon everybody, and nobody in any sector really accepted him as anything, as mm-hmm. a champion, as a movie star. <laughs> As a comedian, as a friend, as a as a husband, <laughs> as we saw. About, yeah, yeah, Damn. take that, Arquette. Man, take that. I'm uh, pretty sure we could make a call and find out he's also not accepted as a dad. Yeah, ooh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> as a human being, yeah. even accepted as a white man in some supremacy circles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's what? possible. They probably reject white people all the time. Yeah. Very, very exclusive. They're very judgmental. What the hell? Where was I going to? You know what he did do that was actually honorable is that like all of the proceeds that he got for wrestling, mm-hmm. he donated to Owen Hart's family because this, this took place like two or three months after mm-hmm. the whole Owen Hart falling from the ceiling uh, <laughs> catastrophe. Uh, but a, a couple of months later, I think WCW sunk even lower in mm-hmm. like giving their title to just random people. Chucky, um, Robocop. <laughs> yeah, Chucky and Robocop. Uh, there's, there's the Ch- thing, there's, Chester Cheetah. The they, thing in the documentary. They, they, they the, beat Ric Flair and Harley Race for the tag team title <laughs> cleanly <laughs> in the middle. It was in that it rise and fall being of, world champion. <laughs> Even worse than that, still is the rise and fall of WWC, WCW okay. documentary. Uh, it's the Jay Leno match. Oh, that was uh, and, and they that show was from Hogwild. Yeah, they show parts of it. Roadwild, Roadwild. Yeah, where when the Hogwild? Sturgis, the Stur- Hogwild, Roadwild. It was, uh, was it interchangeable. Windy? Okay, depends on which side of the ocean you're on. <laughs> the, Stur- the Sturgis <laughs> show, and and they show parts of that, and it's it's like you'll notice like everybody just pauses so the photographer can get their picture, oh, and that's God, the yeah. only reason that match happened, and they still let him win. Yeah. Like, you got your picture of Jalen wrestling. Yeah. Why do we have to let him win? Yeah. yeah. So I was actually a part. I was at the what? event. Not that. Oh. I wasn't at Hogwild. They didn't take my Harley to <laughs> Sturgis, California. Where, where's Sturgis? Is it California? It's in like North Dakota? North Dakota yeah. or South yeah. Dakota. Right. Like my dad has been. But I was at the NASA Coliseum when then head booker of WCW, Vince Russo. Yes. Who... Fire this is such Russo. Yeah, this was so this was wrestling at its most naval gaziest. <laughs> like the guy who wrote WWE when it became popular mm-hmm. was Vince Russo. Like he came up with like the Austin three sixteen and like mm-hmm. all of that. And then he left WWE to go to WCW and they put him on camera saying, like, this is the guy who wrote WWE, and it's like, even then you're like treading this weird line where it's like, this is the guy who made the storylines in a thing that they you're call supposed him to take. the orchestrator. Yeah, but at one point he had a match at the Nassau Coliseum Jesus, in really? New York. It was a cage match for the title against Booker T. It ended, and this is one of those Botchamania like eight eighteen thousand things happening at the end of the match, and then it somehow ends with this guy winning the title, but. Goldberg came into the cage, 
um, Ric Flair had also come into the cage, mm-hmm. posing as a like a, a medic, and they're all in the cage. Who would he confuse? <laughs> well, he had like a like medic hat, yeah. a, a beekeeper hat on. <laughs> he was well disguised. All right, <laughs> all right. I was surprised. Okay, all right. Woo! Your blood pressure is way high. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the NASA Coliseum two hours before the show, and I got like eighth row seats. So, wow. I don't know. He's like fourteenth. Anyway, you're on the floor, uh, though. You're on the yeah, floor. on the floor. Whereas with WWE at the time, like we would get there like six hours the night before and and get like two sections up. Damn, just just wow. for reference, like comparison purposes. I was there when that happened, so there were like eight other people in the ring who had just just walked into the cage, like <laughs> completely defeating the purpose of the cage match mm-hmm. that people can't get in. But Goldberg spears Vince Russo through the cage. And uh, he at least gave up the title, so I'm going to play a little bit of him with his really awful, overly New York accent. Take it, Vince. Last week on Nitro, I proved to the entire world why you should return your library books. I could become the WCW champion. Chowder. (laughs) Now, the fact of the matter is that I am not an athlete. I Nor am er, did I uh, ever claim to be. As a matter of fact, Hickman there are many that say Vince Russo has no business being in the ring. And you know what? Maybe they're Hickman right. Hickman Goldberger. So tonight, <laughs> being the man that I am, I am going to relinquish what? my WCW title. Liz, no! To- no, don't do that, Mr. Russo. And tonight, there will be a title match. Between the two top contenders to crown a new WCW world champion. And those top two contenders will be... Who cares? <laughs> who, who are they? It, it was uh, Jeff Jarrett and Scott Steiner. Oof, uh, man. Uh. Yeah. Who won? I don't know. And I don't really care. Um, who was the just, goon behind him just like nodding and... I don't... It was... Bubba the Love Sponge, goon, maybe just goon. some, yeah, capital goon. <laughs> Literally at this point, WCW was giving money to like anybody. It was, so it was uh, like that book. I mean, whatever that book is, yeah. the, the the one that Henry was it just called Rise Fall of WCW? Well, or? that was the that's DVD. the documentary, mm-hmm. but it was a book. But yeah, it chronicles like 2000 was like the worst. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because. Just the fact that the crowd would chant "Fire Russo" whenever anything bad would happen because they <laughs> yeah. knew he was the one that was yep. writing it, and it you was can. so bad. He was like, "That's great." You should <laughs> not try o- imagine that happening on any other show when like somebody walked down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Fire Hurwitz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to, to take this thing full circle, we started. Well, we sort of started out with the light heavyweight champion, but because that title had been so besmirched. Mm-hmm. When uh, the WWE needed a smaller guy belt, they went with the cruiserweight champion. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the final cruiserweight champion winning the belt. Left of the ring. Chavo's got to try to get back to Chavo Guerrero. Chavo wisely at the ropes. Referee John Cohen directly. Oh, no. <laughs> Yes. Hornswoggle won. <laughs> <laughs> this is before he was uh, 
Before he had a voice, before he could talk. Yes. So the final cruiserweight champion, the final champion of a lineage that had Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho and yes. was the most entertaining part of WCW during like the 1997-98 era. Like the most exciting matches. Yeah. Cruiserweight championship matches. Yep, Kidman and whatever else. Yeah. Uh, final champion is a mute Irish dwarf. <laughs> Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Before he became Daniel Bryan. Yes. <laughs> and just look just the the youtube video has a paragraph talking about the stipulation of the match and then there's a single sentence that says he became the last cruiserweight champion before the belt was retired like just such uh, a sad yeah why would they Oda. i mean that's a relic of it getting uh, wcw being integrated into wwf and they just got rid of the belt well no this was around until like 2000 well no 12, like 2010 so yeah, okay. a good like nine years or so. Like it was the light guy belt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just wonder why they would get rid of it. Uh, Clearly, they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Well, they they like the WWE doesn't like the small wrestlers, so huh. why give them that huh. belt? Mm-hmm. And at this point, there aren't that many guys that are under like, I think the weight limit is like two twenty five. So, yeah, why even bother at this point? Uh. Put it on the dwarf and then retire it forever. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> that should be the rule with everything. Yes. But we're not going to put this podcast on a dwarf and retire it forever. No. Um, we're just going to say goodbye for now. Before we go, we're going to play out this episode with the winner of our last predictions contest. Ooh. It was... David Arquette's son oh, of a bitch. No, we're guilty of <laughs> first, it too. First, let me apologize. The previous episode, I did play out uh, with the previous prediction winner, but it was uh, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G's Evil Twin. Mm-hmm. Um, he chose CM Punk's original theme from Kill Switch Engage, which I actually like even though that's uh, not a band that I'm super into. Uh, but the winner from SummerSlam was... Serpentine Zero, uh, who picked the theme from a wrestler that actually uh, evades my WWE expertise. Mm-hmm. He like he wrestled for like the 2003 to 2007 era, where mm-hmm. I have no knowledge. So uh, yeah, this was from a wrestler named Rob Conway and his theme, which I think may have been ghostwritten by uh, Randy Newman. I thought you were gonna say Michael Jackson. No. <laughs> God. Just look at me. Oh, God. I'm walking. Just look at me. <laughs> Buying time. And I decide to see DDT. The whole damn world wants to look like me. But they don't. Right, it, the, be. it sounds like a Sesame Street song. I think the, the background music is the title screen to Animal Crossing. <laughs> All right, so thanks for listening. This is the G Podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, rating fools. Yes, listening, rating, and reviewing on iTunes. I'm at Dave Rudden on Twitter. Uh, Brelston on Twitter, VGEmpire.com, mm-hmm. Video Game Music Podcast. Cedarbrit on Twitter. Yeah, Cantista on Twitter, LaserTimePodcast.com. Listen to Laser Time, Cape Crisis, G Podcast, Video Game Apocalypse, and VG Empire. All righty. Back to you, Randy. <laughs> It's just so easy for me. <laughs> I'm walking so to the just ring. Just a bill on capital. He's gonna hit him with the chair. I'm staring into my mirror. Uh-huh. And 
Hollywood baby They're all falling stars to me Watch them burn out in the ocean baby Then turn around to see Me standing in the sunset And you can look at me Look at me. 